You cut off like half the song. You don't know the song. I do know it, but I'm not gonna do the whole thing. That's such a great song. Yeah. You know, I looked into like like there was this guy who like made it. Yeah. Um. And Latin. Was he? He's some kind of like well-known music producer. It's like slipping my mind right now. But it's like an actual song. You can find it on. No, Spotify. I know, I know. Um, dun, 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 My friend posted it and yesterday. And then I like how like he like uh, Crofty does the intro where it like kind of like mellows out. And then they have you know how they switch it up when they do the drivers. Yeah. They like like and it but it goes up. Yeah. It does. But they have it. They purposely have a guy cue it in when it's like. But it's not part of the song. It's like a different part of the actual song. What is it? Just Formula One. Here, one second. It's going to bother it's, me now. It's a Formula One theme. Just like a Formula One theme. Yeah. Brian Tyler, don't play it on here. Though. You can't play it on it's here. Not that, it's not pulled. that. It's not that. No, that's it. It's not. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. Don't play it because yeah, you're going to pull from YouTube. Sorry, it's not on. It's just not pause on. it. It's paused. No, it's playing. It's playing. There you go. Let's pause. pause. Cool. Milo, come here. Come here. <laughs> oh, man. Good boy. Hey, dude. We just spent like two minutes of our podcast just doing okay, nonsense thanks. chatting. Where is, where is your stuff? Well, let's get situated first. We're not, you're not posting that. What? It's all getting posted, dude. Oh, Milo. Oh, my God. He's attacking my face with cuteness. Hi, puppy. Say hi to the podcast. Come here. Gonna Come get, here. Oh man, I'm gonna get dog hair all over my Red Bull sweatshirt. Oh gosh, down. What's up, Good everybody? Boy. Welcome to Formula One pod for the Formu- F1 My Life <laughs> podcast, starring Cam and Priya and Milo. I thought um, you were gonna be like Cam and Milo and Priya. <laughs> I really were. I, I really was. I was like, oh, I'm downgraded again. That, right? <laughs> Campri and Milo, of course. He watches our F1 races, too. He does. He's a good boy, too. He's a Max Verstappen fan, aren't you, Milo? Yeah, we gotta get aren't you a Bubby? jersey, Bubba Okay, okay, sit. Jeez, okay. he's, like, just, like, attacking my hand right now. Okay, go down. Um, you wanna sit there, pup? You're gonna Great. sit nicely. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, the Austin recap. Oh, my gosh. Milo off? Texas. Coda. What do you mean, Coda? Coda. Circuit of the Americas. Circuit of the Americas. No one calls Americas. it that, though, you know? I can't speak today. No one calls it that except you. No, Crofty called Coda. it that. He called it that. Crofty's trying to make it a thing, but... People um, were so mean to Crofty. Okay, like, let's just take it one step at a time, man. You're all over the place with this podcast, dude. It wasn't Crofty either. It was Martin Brundle. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about Martin all that. Martin Brundle? Martin Brundle? <laughs> That's, you know how we talked about this last podcast? So you're all over the place. Like, you love this about let me, me. Let me just steer the boat, man. <laughs> and you can, you just, I'll steer the boat. You just look at the sights, you know? Just look at I the sights. I feel very ADHD today, actually. I feel very out of my sort. Have you ever had ADHD? Have you been diagnosed? Have you ever had it? No. I heard an interesting, like, podcast about ADHD. I feel that it, I've heard an interesting podcast as well, but yeah. I think it was a different podcast. Um, all right. So we just watched, uh, well, actually, no, Austin, Texas, um, the U.S. Grand Prix. What did they call it? The Circuit what, of the Americas. No, what's the name of the Grand Prix? Oh, Austin Grand Prix. The Austin, Is it was Austin, Austin, Austin Grand Prix. Austin, yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have the Austin Grand Prix. I don't want to say the USA Grand Prix because um, they're going to add Miami 
for next year. So there's more. There's going to be more than one. I think they're going to actually add more races. I to, think so too. To uh, North America. Yeah. Eventually. So um, we watched the Austin Grand Prix, which was great. Um, Good boy. And I guess to answer everybody's questions, because last episode we didn't do a video version. Questions? And the only remember you were like, oh, let's see if people know why we didn't. We were just like lazy Nobody and cared. just didn't want to well, do it. Well, no, it's like you've got we were, like, to tired be and stuff. like, yeah, you've got to be like, <sighs> things need to all align, and it didn't. So we did. We just tried it. I like video better though. At the end of the day, doing the podcast at the end of the day is what we try to do, right? Yeah. Because you can listen to it. I still uploaded to YouTube. There was just no video. It was just None a thumbnail. This. None of the beautiful Milo things. But we're back on the video. Um, and yeah, Austin, man. We had a little bit of a break, I think, right? Yeah, we had a break. The, and last, felt, the last one we watched, I was in Vancouver, right? Yeah, and it felt like more of a break because we actually are staying on schedule and we're posting correctly. Yeah. How wonderful is this, Kim? Yeah, yeah. So we had a bit of a break, but yeah. it's the U.S. Grand Prix. And sadly enough, we only have like... Five races left. Five more races left, eh? That sucks. Um, we're but gonna the go year to, is going to end and then it's going to start up again. We're going to go to Mexico, Brazil, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, and then they finish it. Abu Dhabi. Uh, Abu Dhabi. They always finish their races in the Middle East, eh? Yes, they do. Sorry. So that's what's left. Um, but uh, I guess like, so I mean, yeah, Austin, man. What it's, do you think? Speaking of Austin, my parents are flying back from um from, Austin, Texas. From Texas right now. No, they were not there to see the race. I wish they were. Shout out to mom and dad. Um, but we're, yeah, they, she was just texting me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Austin was really interesting overall. It's just like a very interesting race. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, should we keep him up here? Because he does yeah, not yeah, like. Yeah, it's fine. Just manage him. Let's just keep him. He says this so, he says every podcast, you're like, just manage him. He wants yeah, to be with you. Yeah, you just got to hold him. He just he wants, wants to, to be to play with, with you. Um, yeah, sorry. We keep talking about our dog and non-important things. Um, so, uh, back to the race qualifying was interesting yeah quality was definitely like interesting this time around and i think it was so interesting because um it was a little bit of like a battle wasn't it it was they kept saying like oh my god rain is coming rain is coming and it was like okay rain didn't even i mean rain came at the end for like a second but it was not that yeah i think the reason it was so interesting is because at least for me i thought it was interesting because daniel ricardo is is on the up like he is definitely coming back like he is definitely making like headway to come back um because he qualified where was it in seventh yeah and there he was at a i don't know if you remember this, but he was at a time where like he wasn't getting out of q3 that happens every now that and happened then, three times the in dude, a row for him. the dude within like three races the guy goes from being out in q1 or sorry being out in q3 to to winning the entire thing yeah you know, like, I, I don't think his issue is, his progress isn't, like, linear. linear. It's, it's, like, up and down. Um, and it's weird. I don't know exactly what's going on there. Maybe, like, is it him? Is it the car? Because even Norris, like, maybe it's a track, you know? like It's the track. Well, McLaren thought they were going to be stronger here. And obviously, like, you know that they, they weren't as strong as the contenders Ferrari. Yeah. But... They, it, it's, it's just where they're strongest. Like, where do they struggle? What is still going on with development with the car? Um, and what's still going on with, you know, um, Danny Ricardo developing with the car. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I just, I personally found that that was interesting. And we had multiple, like, um, 
like front lockouts, like uh, in qualifying. Yeah. But it's you can go through how it started off. So we 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 went through qualifying. We had and and it was such a great qualifying because and I mentioned this to you before. I don't know if you guys or everyone who listened to this watch quality, but you know I was telling you like Hamilton doesn't. He doesn't show his cards no. in Q1. He gets, he just, like, he races, like, from what I've seen is he doesn't really push the car as hard in Q1. And then Q2 and Q3, he goes hard in the paint. And I think this is a big reason why Hamilton is actually, like, one of the greatest F1 drivers. Because I was thinking about it. I'm like, why doesn't he push hard in Q3? Well, one, he just knows he needs to make it into Q2 and, or sorry, out of, um... Q3? He needs to make it out of, out of Q3. Q3. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up. He just needs to make it out of Q3. And then it's realistically, it's only Q1 that matters, right? The last qualifying round that matters. It would be shocking but, if he didn't make it out of Q3 yeah, and Q2. So what I think he's doing, and I was telling Bria this, is the tires that they use to qualify on are the same ones they have to use in the race. Mm-hmm. So what I think he does is I think he doesn't push the car as hard to retain the tires. Um, and then obviously Q2, he does have to push it a little bit because if you screw up and you don't get a good time, you can easily be knocked out, right? It's yeah. not hard to drop like a few tenths of a second and drop to the bottom of the grid, especially if the rest of the guys end up putting up numbers. So I think that's why he really pushes on Q2 and Q1. Um, so, I mean, going through Q2 and Q1, it was a crazy battle um, between Verstappen, and Hamilton, and Perez. Yeah. Actually, if you remember, Perez had provisional pole until Verstappen he had provisional pole then Hamilton had it and then Max got it that's what happened it was three two one and he I mean Perez is just like he's killing it like um Christian Horner was so funny during um during quali he was like I don't know what he had in his like Wheaties but if he needs to just continue on that for for the race yeah that was hilarious but so, they all did really, like, they leave it. So, oh, he's biting on my sweatshirt. So we ended up finishing with um, Verstappen on pole, Hamilton behind him, uh, Perez in third, Bottas in fourth. And then this was interesting because you saw the Ferrari lockout and then you saw the McLaren, McLaren lockout and then you saw the AlphaTauri lockout. Yeah, all the way down. Which, which... was so cool to see. Yeah. And of course, the big story there was that Ferrari did better than the McLarens because they're they're battling each other out for the Constructors' Championship right now for that like coveted third place. Yeah. And it was super interesting. Like Even Leclerc and Sainz were like kind of shocked at how well they did. Yeah. But I think that given Quali, Leclerc and Sainz thought that they would do better in the race, which we'll get to, but they didn't do as well in the race. Mm. Um, wasn't surprised to see that. Uh, I don't know. Bottas is just struggling lately. I mean... I mean, I fourth in quality is not bad. I think that's struggling. You know, Red Bull, I think Red Bull had their number. They did. On this race. They did. Because, like, I mean, Perez in third. Yeah. Perez has skill, man. Like, yeah. I think he needs one more. I mean, I don't know, actually. What do you think? Perez, one more season, you think he'll put it together? I think so. Really? I really do. <laughs> yes. I think so. That was what you were saying, right, Milo? That he's going to put it in? Yeah, good good job. Good input. Milo's a Bottas fan. Yeah. No, he's or not. Or a Perez fan, sorry. Yeah, there we go. Checo! Checo, <laughs> Are you a Checo Milo, fan? Checo. He is part Chihuahua. He just is. Saying. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> My little ay, ay, ay. Ish. You, Milo, look at me. Look at me, pup. Milo, do you like Sergio Perez? Milo. 
Sergio Perez? Maya? What if we, imagine if we named him Sergio, Sergio? Perez? Sergio? Oh, he's like, look oh. at that. He likes the name. Sergio Perez. Yes. <laughs> yes, Sergio Perez. Um, but it was really nice to see like all the lockouts the way that they were because um, it just showed where the teams were. Like yeah. it showed where the teams were functioning well and Red Bull obviously did a better job and, you know, Mercedes was second best there. Um, come here, sir. Yeah. So, I mean, qualifying was good. It just wasn't the best that it could have been. Yeah, for, I guess, for Bottas, for maybe. For Bottas, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. And then we had the race. Yeah, the race was great. The race was so interesting, like 50 It was, I mean, it depends. I mean, like, before we before we get into all I'm that, really. for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Come on, buddy. Yeah, so with the race, you get, like, since Formula One's been going growing, you get a lot of, like... You get a lot of like the celebrities and like, you know, people like quite honestly, just like random people showing up there. And like, it was weird. I'll be honest. Like, because like a part of it is, I don't know. A part of it is I quite honestly think like Lewis Hamilton is inviting a lot of these celebrities because a lot, and we saw this, like, what was it? Was it the USA race last year? As well, where Serena Williams was there. Was it USA or was it somewhere? I can't entirely remember, but Serena Williams showed up because I yeah. think she's like, I'm assuming like... Yeah, she was, but she's invited because she supports Lewis. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton, right? So it's like, she comes for him and it was so awkward because like Max Verstappen won the race. And she like, had no idea who he was. They, no, both of them didn't seem to really give a shit about each other, that each other were there. Verstappen yeah. was like, whatever. She was like, whatever to Verstappen. And it was the most awkward thing. And it was all over social media that people were like, like, this is really weird. Like, well, she because really Max won the race too. And it was, I remember that Max yeah. won the race. So, I mean, I, I, I remember that race really well in the sense because um, she waved the flag, Serena waved the flag, and Max won. And you're right, like... Oh, yeah, they had to wave the flag. Yeah, it was so weird because Lewis didn't win. And it, it sometimes... This is the thing I love about supporting Max is that he is not a world champion yet. But it doesn't mean I don't ever... I have, like, a lot of respect for, like, all of the racers except for Mazepin. Um... <laughs> I feel like I say that once a podcast, but it's, it's just like, no, it, it, it's like, it's like showing up to like the U S open and not knowing who else is on the other side or not like giving them respect. And the, the thing that like really bothered me was like, um, uh, Martin Brundle once, twice. So he's known for like, first of all, Martin Brundle is a legend. He's the he's, homie. He's like, when it comes to formula one, he's like, he's the dude. Right. Yeah, and he's, he's like the like what Joe Rogan is to UFC, Martin Brundle is to Formula, Formula One, and he's he walks up and down the grid talking to everybody, interviewing the drivers. Like for twenty sake. minutes the, before the race, a huge, a huge interviewing the drivers, interviewing the team principals, like literally interviewing all the people that are like the reason why we even have Formula One in the first place. Yeah. Right. Interviewing everybody, you have these celebrities show up. He tried to talk to Serena Williams. Serena Williams. Again. She was just like, um, no. And he said it so funnily, funnily too. He was like, I wonder if I'm gonna like strike out again yeah, with her yeah. because he was making a reference to trying to speak to her previously. I guess he got iced out too. 
And then there was this like rapper there that was there too. I don't remember her Megan name. Megan Stallion. Okay, so she was there. I don't know and what And she the seemed fuck. like so excited to talk to um, Martin. Like she was ch- chatting with him. And like her bodyguard was being such a like jerk. Like he was like, she seemed very happy to like, talk oh, to me. He was like, oh, you can't talk to her. And yeah. he was like, well, I just did. And she seemed very happy to talk to him too. Yeah. Um, ben Stiller was really nice. Like he talked to Martin. Ben Stiller fun. watches F1 clearly. Yeah. He knows who Martin Brundle is. Same with Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch yeah, talked to him. That's true. You know, so I'm like, okay, these guys but have contacts. You should have they know seen like they... Giovinazzi, Carlos Sainz. Like it's 20 minutes before the race. I'm sure these guys, and even Perez, like Martin Brundle, like kind of ran into a corner where Perez was obviously trying to like go somewhere, whether it was to the pit or to the the um, the track or whatever. And they all are like so good about it. They'll all like speak to him, you know. And he, it's not like Martin's like sitting there just like asking dumb questions he like wants to genuinely like talk to these you, people you know what drives me nuts is like formula one is a global sport yeah and that that actual that moment yeah was actually like trending with martin brundle like trying to talk to people and them saying no yeah formula one is a global sport and when they go to these different countries it, like whether you like it or not it's representing those countries so like these like celebrities and whatnot quite honestly being pretentious and straight up just showing that they know nothing about the sport. Don't they're, come then. They're just there because like maybe they were invited by like somebody who's in the sport or whatever it may be. Yeah. It just shows like the arrogance. Yeah. It, that, was, it was like a bad representation of American like stars. Yeah. Because. It's just stupid. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like it kind of like just shows people what, the, what they're there for. Like they have no idea what they're, you know, what they're doing. Yeah. Even like, I mean. The only person, the per, I mean, I really like seeing Ben Stiller there because he seemed to, like, know what he was talking about and doing there and everything and whatnot. Yeah, so and his like, son seemed really interested, too, actually, which was yeah. nice. All that aside, that was kind of a bummer to watch because, like, I think as an American, personally, me as, like, an American, it made me feel kind of like that we're welcoming, like, an us, like, we're welcoming another, like, sport, like, a European sport into our neighborhood and, like, we're showing them American traditions. We're showing them all these things. And it's kind of just like a poor host, you're like, you know? You're like pushing the stereotype of yeah. like an arrogant American. American. Right? Which is kind of sad to me because I know I know that the sport could be so big here. But I just, I don't know. I feel like all these celebrities and stuff, I feel like the same thing's going to happen in Miami. And I don't want it to become so Americanized that it takes away the Europeanness of it. Like Martin Brundle, if... Freaking Martin Brundle ever came up and talked to me, I would, like, drop what I was doing to talk to him. Yeah. You know? So, PSA, Americans, I would love to talk to Martin Brundle. Literally, Even, like, like, literally, if he, like, like, even, yeah, if he just even, like, DM me on Instagram or something, I would lose my mind. I would lose it. And these, like, you know, it's not even that. It's just, like, I don't like the fact when people are so, like... Yeah, like just to talk to somebody. Imagine if Serena Williams talked to him. She's like, yeah, Lewis Hamilton's having a great season, but Max Verstappen is definitely like, how much would people just respect you for just making a small comment like that, right? Because you've got all these like golfers, all these people in Europe. Oh yeah, Rory McIlroy. Yeah, who like know about the sport. He was invited by Aston Martin. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? They know about the sport. They've done their homework. They may not follow it 100%. And I'm not saying you have to be like, in order to go to Formula One, you need to know every in and out. I'm not that pretentious. But like, it's like going to a basketball game and not knowing who Kobe was or Shaq is or... But like or like anybody yeah. relevant it's just it's it's hey such dude a, you got google 
Yeah. Like just Google some dudes. <laughs> you know, much, like figure it, it out. Suck, how much would it suck if you if somebody just walked by you and had no idea who you were? Like Serena, like, you know, I don't know who that person is, but I know who the other, you know, or I know who, you know, this other um, tennis player is. It would just suck. It would be so, like, terrible. Why would you go to yeah. a tennis game then? So, or a match. But I'm off my match box. So that, that was... That was frustrating. Uh, that was kind of that when it when it came to. Also, super weird when Shaq was like on the podium. Yeah, that was that was awkward. Shaq was taller than all of those guys on why was the podium. He st- why was he standing there? That was the weirdest thing it ever. Weird and I feel like thing. somebody like I I thought I I think I saw this, but I think somebody was like, "Oh, go stand there." Yeah. And he went and just like I thought, "Oh, maybe he's gonna hand out the trophies or something." He just stood there and then left, and I was like. Great. That was weird. He's taller than all those guys. It's Hilarious, hysterical. man. Um, um, okay, so about the race itself. Clean start. Super clean start. <laughs> Depends what you define as clean. Okay, clean start for like the top four or top three. It was a clean start in the sense of like nobody, um, nobody like collided. Nobody had any issues. But I Max think there were got, bumps. Max got not, I know I'm getting there. Max got like not a good start. Like his reaction time was poor. I don't than know what happened there. Lewis, and he gave up P one right away. He gave it up. Like Lewis just got a better start. Yeah. And he just couldn't make it happen. But Max kept the distance super small. Yeah. Like the time, the interval time between him and um, the race leader Lewis, he kept it super small for a while. It was like less than a second. Yeah. Who are you talking about that didn't get a clean start? I, th- I thought there were a few, like, bumps and stuff here. Oh, there. Ocon? Well, a few, yeah, a few people kind of spun out and stuff, I think, around the back. Yeah, so I think it was Latifi that got messed up, and I think it might have been Ocon. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was Ocon. And he got, like, turned around, which was, like, kind of funny, because whatever. Um, but he, like, got damaged. And then, like, Ocon and Gasly actually both ended up um, DNFing the race. Like, they didn't finish, which was, like, nobody cares about Ocon. But, like, I felt bad for Gasly because he actually qualified pretty well in the top yeah. ten. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I don't think anyone got away poorly. I really enjoyed Raikkonen on Alonso. <laughs> the wheel to wheel. Oh, God. That was so, like, heart race. Like, my heart was racing watching that. That was so sick to watch. And, um... I think they touched, didn't they? They did. Yeah. They intertwined for a minute. They actually They were came, so close. They did I mean, that twice. They're as close as you can get, but, yeah, that was intense. And then Michael Massey's message. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who was it? I don't know who their team principal is. So it was like... Hey, yeah, uh, uh, Michael Massey. So uh, it's you were allowed to overtake off the track, eh? He's like, uh, no, we are not. He's like, oh, so I guess maybe just Raikkonen's allowed. He's like, nope, not Raikkonen, not anyone. It was like so hilariously passive aggressive sarcasm. It was. it was so funny. Poor Massey, Matt Michael Massey. He is. It's. I think it's so funny sometimes because he can only present. And um, Crafty mentioned this. He can only present things to the stewards. Like he's not gonna. He doesn't make the final ruling. He yeah. presents it to this, or he, he like, the stewards have to make that ruling. And it was just so funny. It was more funny when you heard it. It was like, um, he's like, oh, so I guess you can gain a lasting advantage, like, if you leave the track. And Michael, just you could hear in his, like, voice that he was just like, no, no, you can't. He's like, 
<sighs> All right, man. Uh, no, you can't do it. I get it. Like, just chill out. I don't know why I was. I... I, you remember? Remember that? What was it? Silverstone, where Total Wolf was just like, yeah. uh, Michael. I sent you an email, and he's like, um, yeah, I'm not like checking my emails right now. And he's like, well, you should really take a look at it because it has this diagram. <laughs> and yeah, da, 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 da. It was. It was like Michael's like, uh, bro. Like, I'm not just chilling here. Like. Checking my email. Scrolling Instagram, checking yeah. my emails. Going you know? through Yahoo. You know. So funny. That was hysterical. That's what I thought of too, actually. Yeah. That was funny. They, I would love to hear all of the radio. I would, I would literally love they have to the spend best a of day. Team radio. No, I know. I'd love to spend a day just listening to the radio calls to Michael Massey when like things are going wrong. Because they must be so funny. Because um, like... Find Raikkonen had to give the place back, and then Alonso did it to Raikkonen, and Alonso had to give the place back, and it was just like a back and forth. And um, I actually need to see. I think Alonso, I think Alonso finished ahead of Raikkonen, but I could be wrong. No, he did results. not. Sorry, he DNF too. My mistake. I forgot about that. Um, Alonso, Ocon, and Gasly didn't finish. So Raikkonen actually did finish ahead of him. It was pretty yeah. funny. They were like squabbling over like 14th place or something like that. Yeah. Um. And, oh, it's so cool. Have you seen this? The race awards? What? At the top. It's DHL fastest lap Hamilton. DHL fastest, fastest pit stop Ferrari. I think they advertise that during the actual show. I didn't. Driver of the day, right? Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that it was on the app like this, though. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. I guess they would show it. Um, that's so sick. Um, I like the app, though. So. so, interesting thing. Like, the race is going. It's pretty standard. Nothing, um, nothing, I don't want to say anything exceptional happened in the sense that there weren't any, like, crazy crashes or things like that, really. Um, which was really cool to see because... Hamilton got away, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember he had like, I think, five seconds on Verstappen at some point, And he was holding that, mm -hmm. the, five second, uh, the five second gap to Verstappen behind him. And this is a thing I've really liked about Red Bull this season. And I think this is the reason why they're winning is they're, they're moving first when it comes to the strategy of the race. So mm -hmm. Verstappen was um, behind Hamilton. And they decided to undercut yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. And they brought Verstappen in. Twice. Yes. So they brought Verstappen in. And then I think Lewis came in about three or four laps later. Yes, three. Um, mm -hmm. To switch up his tires. Mm -hmm. And then they did it uh, again, right, on, on Hamilton. And uh, I remember they were saying, like, they were talking about what, like, his gap would be once he gets out. And I remember, like, there was, I remember, remember we were watching the race and they had that one, they have this shot where it's, um, I think Hamilton getting his tires changed. It's like straight on and you see the straight and you just see Verstappen like coming down the straight, like so fast. It was such a great like shot where you see that difference. But, uh, point being is he did the undercut on Hamilton. Um, it worked and he ended up coming out ahead of Hamilton um, and, and the interesting thing is, is like, I don't know, like, cause he was chasing him down. It was just such At a good, end? yeah, it was such a good race. It came down to like the wire. Even before that, I mean, so they pitted twice a piece, right? So they pitted, yeah, they pitted twice mediums and then hards. Yeah. And both times Max had like a slightly, like, I think it was like 2.8 seconds versus like Lewis's 2.4. 
so he was at a slight disadvantage. But I loved the first pit stop because they left Perez out there. Mm -hmm. And it was so funny because you could see the development in Max. And that yeah. was so exciting. He said something along the lines of like, um, like we're pitting early, but um, I feel really good on these tires. And so he knew he would be able to warm them up and get right back to the front. And then his next comment was like, why don't we leave um, him Checo. out there, Checo out there, yep. so that he can race Lewis a little bit. Because Lu Perez was on Lewis's butt at that point. Yeah. And so he understood the implication of having Checo Chase be the him. second driver. And then I think it was one lap later, potentially, they brought Perez in. And Lewis was struggling on his tires because he said he was struggling on his tires. Like they were losing... Um, they were losing like heat behind it because I think the track was like heating up a certain way and they were losing, de there was like degradation going on because it was like a cooler track and it started warming up. Uh, before I forget, the interesting thing about Perez, not only did he secure P3, that's not a surprise, he did that without water. Mm. So his like water mechanism system stopped working after the first lap. And he literally said 20 minutes into his race, he was done mm. because he was, it was the track temperature was increasing. The heat in Austin is not a, no a joke. joke whatsoever. You know, you saw all the, a lot of the drivers had their like kind of like ice cold packs on. So for him to do that without like, um, that kind of like, uh, sustenance is shocking. I mean, you lose so much water weight yes. during a race it was actually an article i read it was like shocking that yeah. he made it to podium yeah that's insane he raced so well yeah um so yeah max's max's strategy with red bull was on point it was exactly what mercedes did to um red bull in bahrain yeah. except this time it was reversed and Total Wolf actually said in an interview, he was like, we thought about coming in that early, but we were just concerned that it was too early. Yeah. And then he was like, he's like, I knew that shortly after they pitted that we had made the wrong pit strategy. He recognized it, you know, and he thought that he would, he re they really thought, Mercedes really thought that Hamilton would be able to hunt down Mercedes or Red Bull, but they were just unsuccessful by a lap. If they had had one more lap, I think that Lewis Hamilton could have caught Max. Just one more lap. Maybe. I believe it. He was close. One or two laps and he would have caught him. But yeah, that's the, the difference in the t the, the, the uh, tire strategy. The undercut was powerful. It was very powerful. For sure. We were like... I'm just trying to think of like how many times do they do overcuts? Overcut is when you stay out and, and you stay faster than the car that's come in. Lewis has done that before. Right? Multiple times. Yeah. Lewis is... And you know who, who really does well at the overcut? Lewis and Checo. They mm. both do very... And Daniel Ricciardo. Mm. Daniel does well at the overcut. But I think it's like like if you're better on fresher tires, that's mm -hmm. all that, that matters. But I feel like the writing is kind of on the wall. Mm -hmm. Like you can see it's like... I mean, I don't know. You know, because it, especially when you're dealing with a track that's hot. Yeah. Like, if you put new tires on, they're going to get hotter quicker. Yeah. Right? So, it's like, yeah, wouldn't the undercut work in that case? At least that's, like, my thinking on that. And then, like, the other thing is, is that, like, so that there were a lot of, and we'll get to, like, the middle of the pack because there was some interesting things that happened there. But specifically on Max and Lewis, like, 
There were a lot of different cases where it could have gone both ways. So for example, the last five laps were very telling. The gap, like Lewis was hunting Max down yeah. and Max got a disadvantage from, I have to be like family oriented here, freaking Mazepin. <laughs> Because oh, and he yeah. got shown a flag because oh, he wouldn't yield. Like Dum Dum wouldn't yield. Like and he held up Max, and Max was even on the radio being like, "Get on the radio with Massey." Like I, because he knew he could see it coming before it came. Because Mazepin never yields the way that he should, but he let Hamilton through straight and through and through, which was really annoying. But then. Max was like telling in the interviews, he said the grip on his tires was really poor the last two laps, but he knew he had to like hold off Hamilton. But he got DRS on one of the Haases, mm. which actually helped him mm. because they were obviously like in traffic, right? Yeah. Yep. So he had one of the Haases in front of him. He was able to benefit from the DRS. And that's uh, one of the advantages that he got. But there was like quite a bit. There was um, two people, I can't remember who it was, fighting for 11th. I think it was a battle. Oh, yeah. There was a battle going on. That was really great. Here, let me... Some of those midfield battles are like really fun to watch. It wasn't Vettel and Giovinazzi, was it? I don't think it was Giovinazzi. I think it was Stro um, Vettel and... With Oh! Oh, we, we, we have to get, we have to talk about, um, who? Sonoda. We have to talk about Sonoda. Yuki. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was interesting though. I mean, there was like a, there was a battle going on for 11th. So then yielding there was not, I think you might've been right. It was Giovinazzi and Vettel or somebody like that. And so they didn't want to like obviously yield to anybody, but they did. Um, there were like a couple times where there was like a yellow flag. Or, oh, there was a virtual safety car. That was interesting because there was like a piece of like debris. There was debris on the track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which... But I mean, Mazepin slowing down Verstappen was just so stupid. I was like, you know. But the debris was another um, example of Max being at a disadvantage because yeah, you were explaining to, to me. Yeah, with the Delta. Yeah. So virtual safety cars, they essentially take the track and cut it up into different like sections and then... Um, you have to keep your speed a certain, like you can go fast and slow, but then they have a Delta, which you have to either go faster or slower if you're going too much of one or the other. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's that when I saw the virtual safety car, I was like, damn, like he's going to catch up to him now. Right. But, um, luckily he held that off and then man, the last, <laughs> Last Sorry, time. I'm yawning. The last, like, few laps of the race were so intense because, like, <laughs> like Hamilton was chasing down Verstappen. And, like, anything in these races can happen. You slip a little bit. You know, you go off track a little bit. That's it. Your lead you is puncture. gone. You know? Not even... I wasn't even worried about that. I was just worried about, I like, just racing. Racing properly to get, like, locking up or something like yeah. that. Like, next thing you know, it's like the other guys on your on your ass and like he's gonna overtake you with drs and that's it you lost a race and he was on his butt like yeah. it was it was it was coming down to a little bit less than a second at one point and yeah. then it it dropped off on the literally literally the last turn into the finish line but it was it was very close towards the end like he was just about to be in drs yeah um i spoke out of i spoke wrong earlier the initial 
um, hit at the beginning of the race was Latifi and Stroll. Yeah. That's who it was. It wasn't Ocon. Yeah. Um, but Lewis, like, looked dejected after the race. Like, so it ended up being Max Verstappen P1, and then, of course, Hamilton in P2. He got the fastest lap, and then um, P3 Perez. was Checo. And it was, like, very apparent that Hamilton was, like, expecting he was going to make it, you know? Sometimes it's interesting to watch the Mercedes post-race reactions because you'll have so many people who are just thankful to get on podium. I mean, I guess it depends where you are on there, but it's so interesting to me sometimes to see, like, especially in this one, like, Lewis was not proud of P2. Yeah. He got second place and he was disappointed, but so disappointed. I think it's like, you know, what's what's that thing where they say your appetite grows? Like, when you get, they talk about, like, people with money, it's like your appetite grows for different things. So it's like... For Lewis, it's like he's so used to winning all the time that that's the expectation for yeah. him. And if he doesn't win, it's like, oh, even Total Wolf was like, ah, oh, not the result we expected. It's like P2. But with all that said, we're talking about like drivers and constructors championships over here. Yeah. And you every know? point matters. Yeah. Um, Kind of looking at some of like the winners and the losers. That's like my favorite article to read. Yeah. Um, the like person you read articles, dude. I you read F1. your Formula One I articles. Love I love it so much. Charles Leclerc did so well in P4. Yeah, he was good for really him. like that's the second time he's finished like successive like. So P4. I guess I guess how the race ended was Hamilton, uh, Verstappen, Hamilton, Perez, Leclerc, Ricardo, Bottas, Sainz, Norris, Sonoda, and Vettel. Um, in the top ten, and then you kind of have your usual suspects with some DNFs. Yeah. It's it's interesting because um, Sonoda, like Sonoda won, like that was a win right there. Yeah. He, did you, do you remember the whole like race against Bottas? Which one was that? Like Sonoda, like holding up Bottas, like Bottas was not doing well. Like he was, he was not like doing well at all. This is our dog. Milo um, just licked my protein yeah. shake. That's okay. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Um, like, Sonoda was putting up a great battle for Bottas. Yeah. And it was, like, like really nice. It was really nice to yeah. see. Especially because Gasly, of course, didn't finish. Yeah. What happened to Gasly? I can't he remember. He DNF'd. He was having Something an issue at wrong? the start anyways. He was having yeah. an issue at the beginning of... Um, the, yeah, so things were looking difficult for him even before the lights went out. His yeah. They detected, like, remember when you were sitting over there? Yeah. And I was like, he has suspension problems. Yeah. He started, but then he lost a position to Sonoda, and then the suspension issue ultimately caused him to, like, have to retire. Yeah. His second retirement in four races and the third of the season. That's a lot. Gasly's? Yeah, that's a lot. Poor guy. And they're not even his fault. Like, it's not like he's crashing or doing anything wrong. It's yeah. just like he is having to retire. Yeah. You know, which kind of stinks. It is what it a, is. He's a talented driver. I mean, it can happen. Yeah. You know, to, to anyone for any reason, like with whatever car. And I think coming down to like the latter races now. Mm-hmm. They're, like, starting to have, like, different issues with the cars, like, things that they can't really, like, it's just a, it's just a matter of, I think, going through, like, a Formula One season and, like, your engine starts to wear, like, the car 
starts to take like different wear and tear and like things happen they right? were saying that lewis is gonna have to like swap another engine yeah yeah so that's like i was kind of surprised to hear that i'm like where is this all like i don't understand what's going on i don't know the full technical details or whatever it is but like that's what they're saying, right? So, But he didn't do a full engine change that oh, really? time. Remember? That's why he only got 10 grid penalty. Yeah, that's right. Because then he would have probably been sent all the way to the back. Exactly. Right? And so, because everyone was like, well, Max got a 20 and Lewis got a 10. And I'm like, it's because they're two separate equipment issues, guys. Like, yeah. read the friggin' manual. Um, <laughs> there's actually a manual online read that you can manual, read. Um, but it's interesting to see. Flip your ear, dude. Um, it's interesting to see, like why the, there's even strategy to that if you think about it like there's tire strategy there's equipment strategy yeah. like when do you take those grid penalties when do you take those engine penalties when do you do all of those <sighs> now things? is not the time to be swapping out an engine and i and that's the thing that's what i was gonna say is you that know. like it's come down to the wire man Lewis, like you need I wonder, every advantage you can I wonder get and Lewis, max is slowly pulling away i Lewis cannot is, wait for mexico and lewis's engine is or Max's engine has been changed already. Yeah. So he's probably like touch what like good for the next five rounds. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. That big crash definitely like kind of messed everything up. Yeah. But um, it was a blessing in disguise because he was able to get P2 member coming from the back of the grid. Yep. And if Hamilton, who's just as capable of coming from the back of the grid and getting P2 or P1, maybe he should have taken a full engine, whatever. At me if you know the reason why <laughs> they didn't do that. Yeah. So, yeah. What else happened? What else? There was other stuff. What else? I can't even remember. I didn't take I didn't take notes on it. I mean, it was until the last part of the race. It was kind of like really good battles between like Alonzo and Giovinazzi. And Giovinazzi did not have to give that place back, by the way. Really? Because the way he left the track. It was kind of a weird... Yeah, yeah, it was like not really an overtake. It yeah. kind of was though, you know. So he didn't have to give that place back, but Alonzo had to give his place back. Alonzo was not happy about yeah. that, but it is what it is. It was pretty funny to hear them on the radios. Um, that's kind of all the the way that it ended. And I know you already read out the endings, but we obviously saw that McLaren fell behind Ferrari because yeah. it was Leclerc, Ricardo, Bottas. Signs Norris. So Ferrari was always in front of the McLaren counterpart. Yeah. And I wasn't surprised to see that Norris was still in the top 10, but I was surprised to see him in eight. Yeah. Um, but I'm like really proud of the way that those two or those four finished as well. Like they're, they're shaping back in, they're coming back in. Yeah. Vettel got a world champion point. That was great. Stroll obviously was just like screwed out of it. Russell and Latifi, I mean, Russell didn't really do that great in quality, and he really didn't do that great in the race, but, I mean, obviously all of that's going to change next year. And, of course, Mazepin always finishes last. And I think uh. it was funny because Crofty was saying in, like, the rate, what, like, in quality, he was, like, um, and for, like, the 13th straight race or something, Mazepin, it like finishes like like yeah, qualifies last. Yeah, it was pretty funny. That's hilarious. Milo is having playtime right yeah, now. Yeah, he is having playtime. He is so energetic. You know, he doesn't like when we talk and not talk to him and pay attention to this booby because he just wants all the attention. So he gets like really. We had to take a break there and like put him in his crate because he was getting like really re like restless. I'm here. always nervous that he hits himself with this, I like know, in the face. Man. With his toy. But you can't you can't do that anymore. You're I'm not just holding to it. it. Yeah, I'm just holding yeah. it. So you can like Milo's lost a couple teeth. Yeah, he's losing his baby teeth. Yeah. 
But yeah. Milo, did you enjoy the race, Milo? I yeah, enjoyed fine. it. Did yeah. you enjoy watching the race? He was very good throughout the race. We even like held him up to like the F1 gods and did a little <laughs> dance with him at the end. And by we, I mean me, because I did not know if now Max we're going was going to be able to do now it. Now we're going to his home race. Yeah, Next Mr. One. Chihuahua. We're going to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, where you're from, buddy. So you got to be a Checo Perez He's actually fan. from Texas. Yeah, but where do you think the Chihuahuas come from? No, I know, Chihuahuas but I'm saying, in this, like interestingly enough, dog. he was from Texas. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, remember? Yeah, he came was. from Texas and we got him in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so our next race is not next week, but it's going to be the week after in, um, I think it's November 6th. Yeah, it's going to be in Mexico. In Mexico. I'm so excited because the Mexican fans are amazing. I love the Mexican. That track is sick, though. So sick. The track is so sick. Yeah. Um, and I love seeing Checo's like support it's so amazing to see him in the red bull in like a competing car that's gonna be so fun just to see him like qualifying race to a man imagine if yo imagine checo winning the whole thing that would be so amazing i would love to see that would be like the cinderella story complete wouldn't it yeah that'd that'd be be so so sick sick. that'd be so sick i want to see that and i want to see next year daniel ricardo take australia that would be amazing how cool is it to win your home race like just I feel like that should be a rule. You should be allowed to win. I mean, it depends on who the driver is. I know. To be honest, like Hamilton winning Silverstone is like. Duh. Yeah, I mean, it's enjoyable, but just to see somebody like Checo or even Daniel Ricciardo win in Australia. Well, like, you know, Max won his home race, which was like meant super big. But Max is like, Max is Max too. For him, it's like, sure, it might be a big deal, but it's not like Checo winning in Mexico would be insane. Charles wants to win so hard in Monaco. Yeah. He and, but he obviously like had that huge issue. Yeah. Um, But the way everything's shaping up now, the driver's championship. Verstappen pulled ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, 13 points? By a slim margin, Let yeah, something like that. 13 points, I want to say. And uh, it's it's cutting, it's getting real close, man. It's 13. coming real, real close. Wait, So I can't do math. 12 points, sorry. 12 it's going to be an interesting... Um, He's eating my foot. It's going to be an interesting finish to the season. And really. so the standings right now are Max Verstappen in first with 12-point lead. Yeah. Kamal, it was 13, but I guess the fastest lap gives you a point, right? Yep. So Until Hamilton Yeah, that. Hamilton got the fastest yeah. lap. So that's how he keeps kind of sticking it in. Yeah. Bottas is at 185 in third place, but Sergio Perez, if he like won next race, he could be up there. He's at we'll 150. See. Yeah, let's see. And then see. Lando is just a point away from Sergio. Yeah, let's see fifth. what he does. And in the constructors right now... Mercedes is 23 points ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this puppy is trying to tell us that our podcast is coming to a close. My old. He so much wants to be with us. He's like sniffing the shirt. He wants a sweatshirt. That's what it is. Yeah. You want the sweatshirt? So guys, as always... Follow us on Spotify, YouTube, and at... Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want to watch the video version and see uh, our puppy just going nuts. Um, Yeah, and on Spotify. And um, follow us at uh, F1 My Life Podcast. And on the Instagram. I'll try to start posting stuff on there. Some clips here and there. Come here. Stop it, bud. So I want you to say goodbye to everybody nicely. Nicely. Say goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.
He really likes you right now. The podcast. Okay. Yeah, can you just hold him? All right. <laughs> Bye, boo-boos. Bye, everybody. All right, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. <laughs>